0: Hello, everybody and welcome to my podcast on project management. Today I will be talking to Thorsten Garmatz, who is a project manager at Van Oort. Thorsten joins us here today at TU Berlin because he gave a guest lecture on risk management and in this podcast we will also dig a little bit deeper into the topic of risk management in the context of projects. Enjoy! Okay. Uh, hello, my name is uh, Sören Salomo. I'm a professor here at Technical University in Berlin, and uh, we are in the context of project management. And I have a guest here today, Thorsten. And uh, Thorsten is a project manager, but not only a project manager, a project manager who has put specific emphasis on, on risk management. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, that is right. Uh, first of all, hi, Sören. Um, thank you very much for the invite. I'm uh, also glad to be here. Good. Um, so... You're a project manager.
0: Risk management is a important topic in your job. How how did you end up in this job here? Is that was that on purpose?
1: Um, I don't know. Um, actually, indeed, I have to admit that it really took quite some years before I identified that that my profession is project management. So when I started my career as a structural engineer, I uh, after a while, I, I identified, hey, that, that is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I carried on, uh, worked as a site um, supervisor. And then after, after a couple of years, uh, I worked as a project manager. And with the certification, um, according to the rules from the PMI, I at that point, and I'm talking about seven years after I've started my career, I identified, hey, that, that is what I want to do. Um, project management is what I would like to do in future.
0: So to be a little bit more specific, you're not only a project manager, but you're a project manager in a firm uh, who is a firm, which is which is really a project-based firm, uh, Van Ort, which is a firm which uh,
1: installs uh, wind parks, right? Uh, that is right that is right I I work at Fanwood our aim is to build projects Um, we are a project related company Uh, we do have three uh, different business units Um, our origin is the dredging um, activities Uh, you might know or you will know for sure the palm in Dubai that is one of our um, great examples what is dredging about we also have um, projects in oil and gas and uh, yeah right we also build wind farms everything except for so I have to admit, uh, this is what we can do in project management for offshore wind farms.
0: Okay, so if your main business, and that's what we want to talk about today, is, is project management, in particular risk management, when you have a project which is about
1: establishing a wind farm, an offshore wind farm, right? Yes, we, we are talking about offshore wind farm. Onshore, um, well, there are waters missing, so we don't care about onshore. <laughs> right, right.
0: Uh, now, that is a project business,
1: uh, and uh, but also
0: a business uh, where... Uh, when you enter into this business, uh, your ability to perform risk management becomes a really a critical
1: parameter for your competitiveness, right? Um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, especially the marine uh, or maritime environment um, is risky per se. So we do have to have a close eye on risk management on our offshore projects because otherwise, uh, yeah, we will fail. Um, um, yeah, we will end up at, you know,
0: so yeah, no, no, I, exactly. I mean that that is that that is a central aspect. Uh, if you think about establishing a wind farm, uh, what kind of different risks do you encounter, and which do you have to to address in your management?
1: There are quite a lot of risks uh, which we will have to consider and monitor during the executions, but of um, or execution of the works. But of course, there are um, a, quite a few uh, which always occur and that is for example that is the weather risk we are working um, offshore we have wave we have climate conditions like wind speed uh, so that it might be that weather simply does not allow us to work so that is one of the major risks we have to face and somehow to cope with or if we consider environmental aspects um, that is the noise exposure we introduce into the water uh, when we drive a a monopile, for example, with a hydraulic hammer into the seafloor. What is a monopile in this context? A monopile is one of uh, the possible uh, foundations for a wind turbine. Uh, That's actually a steel pipe with a diameter of, I don't know, between 5 and, say, 11 meters, uh, a couple of meters long, up to uh, 1,000, 1,200 tons um, dead weight. And, and this one you, you
0: put into the ground in the sea, right? That's what you do and then
1: and that, that's, that's where, the tab- uh, the, where, where the tor- tur- turbine needs to be placed on. So we need to install it. We need to have an hydraulic hammer and drive it into the seafloor uh, of about 30, 40 uh, meters. Of course, the embedded length depends always on the current uh, soil conditions.
0: So and, and you say there is an environmental
1: risk uh, associated with that task? Especially in Germany, we do have that risk, um, and that, that's the risk of noise exposure. Uh, the um, authority granting our clients a permit to build a wind farm usually um, have some uh, consent conditions. And one of these main conditions is, yeah, please, uh, dear client, do not install the monopile or the foundation um, exceeding a threshold of one hundred thirty-sixty-three uh, uh, dBA. Why is that? It's, it's out in the ocean. Who, who would care about that, really? Uh, you might think that, um, but it is about the harbor purposes. So um, um, animals um, who live in, in, in which environment we build that wind farm, they live there and we need to protect them. Um, and that's why um, we have to consider also these animals. So from a risk management
0: perspective, then, I mean, this seems to be a risk which is difficult to avoid, I guess. Or do you have a chance of avoiding such a risk? Uh,
1: nah, yeah, it is It is a risk. There are strategies and we as Vanord are working to avoid or mitigate at least that risk. And that is, for example, um, working on alternatives to the hydraulic hammer. We, we, we have a cooperation where we um, invented um, a hydraulic uh, a hammer working with water column. We call it the blue piling. Um hammer. so that that one works with water, which results in a in an absolutely different noise level. So you could say uh, as you perform risk management because you
0: encounter risks, this also triggers somehow innovation projects, isn't it? That it gives you an idea to
1: do it differently. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, to to reinforce our unique selling point to be different than the, than our competitors, and yeah, it's it's one of the main risks. So uh, noise exposure, especially in German projects, um, but also elsewhere, um, that is one of the main risks. So we um, need to think how we can avoid that. Now that's that's a very interesting. So so let's say. From a risk management perspective,
0: if you can, it may be very viable to avoid the risk. I mean, that's obviously the best solution because then it's not a risk any longer. Sometimes you cannot. And I guess in in hammering in this pipe, it's it's a little bit, you know, it will be hammered. (laughs) So noise probably
1: comes. Uh, How would you mitigate that? Um, We do have several mitigation strategies. But first of all, actually, uh, the client is the one who has that risk. So the client is the one who has that consent conditions of net not exceeding a certain uh, threshold. Um, In the early days of offshore wind, um, contractors like Van Oort simply didn't take that risk because it is a new branch, it's a new environment, and there was not the certainty to really cope with that risk. So clients um, had to take over that risk. Uh, But uh, now as time goes by, um, there were some contractors who simply took that risk. And nowadays also we take that risk. So the client transfer entirely that risk of not exceeding a certain threshold to our contractors. By the way, why is it important? Yeah, if we exceed and uh, the um, authorities get notice of it and they will, they simply so say… So exceeding meaning that, that if it gets too noisy. If it is too noisy in the end, uh, then they simply will stop the works. And stop the works is the worst case scenario um, we need to avoid. Yeah. So, so, so you take the risk now right now we take the risk and we have to cope with it and there are different strategies to cope with this um and this is for example a um yeah we call it a bubble curtain or a double big bubble curtain so there are different um numbers of bubble curtains which we really place uh, uh, around a monopile so that the noise cannot um uh, uh, spread too much into the ocean but actually it, it starts with the v- at the very beginning before we even start with pile uh, driving we need to um, uh, we introduce a system that's a pinger so, and the pinger introduce a noise into the environment so that the uh, harbor purposes get get notice of it and simply swim away that that's what we do at the beginning before we even are allowed to start with the works. Then we do start and uh, therefore we um, turn on our bubble curtains. If this is not enough and if it is not enough or not, it depends on the energy we have to introduce with our hammer into the pile. It depends on the soil conditions. We might also use um, kind of a hydro um, system damper or other noise mitigation systems, which are so-called near field systems. Near field means uh, really close to the, in this case, to the monopile.
0: Okay, so that, that so you, you employ a lot of different measures to try to mitigate uh, these risks, right? Uh, we somehow jumped into that. We obviously need to jump into that because that's really the interesting part: from learning how you would do that actually. Uh, but let's, from a risk management perspective, you would probably first have to to
1: identify all the different risks in your given project, right? Right. That, that That's um, um, one of the first steps to identify all the risk we have in a project, uh, which takes place actually during the uh, bidding period before we really sign a contract, because afterwards it's too late to ask for a bit more money due to some risks.
0: And and, and how do you approach that? I mean, you, potentially you could say the, the space is unlimited. You can think of millions of
1: different risks potentially, right? I mean, how do you approach building a, a, a list of risks? Um, that is mainly based on experience. We do not uh, we do that uh, that that sort of job since a couple of years, and um, by doing it project by project and keep track of all the risk, we get a proper feeling of uh, of the risk of a certain project in that early bidding phase. So we work uh, at the beginning in the tender phase with certain thresholds where we say, okay, that project is is a bit more risky, so we add a certain percentage as a risk contingency to our offer uh, before. Before we do a detailed risk analysis because that is simply too complex, it will too too long, take too long. So we work with with certain thresholds. So I me, mean, so
0: really your your risk management starts early on already when you start thinking about bidding on a project, right? And then and then you go further from there. Uh, once you get the con- contract, you go much more deeper into your risk assessment.
1: Right, we work with thresholds but that does not mean that we do not um, have a closer look uh, to the specific project and uh, potentially allocated risks. No, we we also have to consider risk but usually it's it's um, very much the same so that we that, that these thresholds are sufficient. Uh, um, but nevertheless it's up to the project manager at that early stage of a project to see whether there are any hidden new risks which we have to consider in more depth. Indeed so the so it's up
0: to the project manager but is that a, an exclusive task for the project manager or how, how would you approach that typically in your projects
1: yeah it depends on the phase we are in so if we are talking talking about the tendering phase we do have a tender team and then it's up to the tender manager to get uh, to notice this this sort of risks if it Become a project. Um, yeah, then we do have as well the project manager. But depending on the size of the project, uh, we also have a risk manager supporting the project manager with this specific task. Because it's it's really um, um, quite a lot of work to at first identify all the risk to keep to keep track of all of the risks, and that is something the project manager needs support. And and uh, so if you have a risk
0: manager. This is is that this is probably the person who comes in with the method competence, right, in in doing this risk assessment. Is that uh, That that, that's right. And that's gathered across all the different projects you're you're operating
1: across the different projects across the different um, business units we have at Fanord uh, the main thing is that the the risk manager has the methodology how to cope how to guide a team to identify really the the main risks um, um and, and and that's that's what he brings into the project yeah so if you would
0: i know that's probably a very difficult question to ask but uh, in your business how how important is risk management can you kind of uh, quantify that maybe even or or at least qualify
1: yeah um well um offshore wind uh, is different compared to civil projects in a way that that we do more or more or less um, always the same at least to a certain percentage uh, what i want to say is that that scope time management that is that is more or less the same in 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 most of the projects we do the only aspect which, which really differs is risk management and that that's that's where we as a as a, as a contractor can can um, earn some more money or where we potentially also lose some money. So uh, from my perspective it's it's one of the main important aspects of uh, project management especially in the environmental um, um, conditions.
0: Yes. Thank you very much. That was a very interesting talk about risk management uh, at Funord. Uh, Thorsten, thank you very much for being here
1: together with us today. Thank you Soren. Uh, Soren, thank you very much.